0: Dear Lord God, we come at this hour grateful for another opportunity to encourage and inspire your people. Heavenly Father, bless those under the sound of my voice with ears to hear you and eyes to see your plans and your purpose for their lives. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Yeah. Come on, let's say oh generation xyz welcome back and you're on with the ecclesia and if you don't know it's the voice of generation xyz pastor Shug, and here with my fabulous co-host co-pastor god's very own divine design (laughs) minister d so today xyz we're back with the ecclesia and this is our second third or fourth take and our question tonight is are you ready Nah, yeah no nah, that's not the real question but <laughs> generation xyz for our believers in our kingdom listeners we are glad for you guys to be joining us back on the ecclesia and without further ado let's get right into the word. Tonight's topic is gonna be what tree is growing, Minister D. Is it firm? Is it strong like oak? Does it lean when the wind comes? Do the branches shake a little bit when the weather not too hot outside? Because I know that my word in Jeremiah chapter seventeen, verse seven, verses seven through eight, the Amplified version, it says, "Blessed with spiritual security is the man." Who believes and trusts and relies on the Lord, and whose hope and confident expectation is the Lord. For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the water that spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear the heat when it comes. Amen. But its leaves will be green and moist. And it will not be anxious and concerned in a year of drought, nor stop bearing fruit. Generation XYZ, that was Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8. Because if you can determine what kind of tree is growing, what kind of spiritual tree is growing on the inside of you, you can determine the fruit that you're bearing as well. So, Minister D, will you expound on that thought a little bit for the one still on milk?
1: Well, we're just talking tonight about being fruitful. As kingdom believers, God declared and decreed and commanded us to be fruitful. So what does that mean? It means more than just procreation. It means more than just having babies. Some people don't want to be parents. Some people cannot have children.
0: So, Minister D, define what you mean by fruitfulness.
1: There is a whole chapter that defines how God started this whole thing out and began this whole process that he called fruitfulness. And he doesn't mention children. He talks about being productive. Mm. He talks about extending what he's given you and multiplicity.
0: So... I heard a word there you said productivity and a lot of times productivity in my generation we we call that motion we call we (laughs) call that money moves motion you know that's how we that's how we categorize ourselves so when you talk about fruitfulness being almost like productivity the first word that comes to my head is motion because as a kingdom believer myself pastor should motion to me is fruitfulness, opportunities, doors opening, miraculous and supernatural blessings coming your way. Those are fruitfulness. Those are c- certain types of fruit that you're bearing. So talk about the productivity of fruitfulness. How is it how do those two align?
1: Well, we're we're saying the same thing. Now, when you talk about it in biblical terms, Ecclesiastes 11 says, cast your bread upon the waters for after many days, you'll find it again. Give portions to seven, yes, to eight, for you do not know what disaster may come upon the land. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain on the earth. Now, that seven or eight is the key that I want you to pay attention to. It says, cast your nuggets of bread. That means seven or eight different things you need to put out there. That means that means you need to have some motion in the ocean. You need to have more than just a few eggs in one bath.
0: That means you need to have more than ideas, XYZ. That means that if God has birthed in you an idea, a business, a plan, you need to be expounding on it.
1: And babies can be a part of that ladies mothers wives husbands a family is a part of that but it's not the only part that's part of the bread that you cast upon the waters but God kingdom believers God needs our help in the earth to spread the gospel and to do some other things to show people as a change agent that we're not only looking good but we're firmly rooted in him and we're able
0: to do some other things as well. In XYZ, we have to remember that the closest thing to productivity is procrastination. Ooh. We have to remember that the closest thing to fruitfulness is barrenness. Yeah. So if you're not using these gifts and talents, if you're not using these blessings, if you're not using what God has put and bestowed in you, XYZ, if you're not making moves, if,
1: if you're if not in motion,
0: oh, we, call, we call it having motion. <laughs>
1: If you're not having motion. Okay, there, I got it. There
0: you go. It. Amen. So if you're not having motion, X, Y, Z, you need to look at you. A lot of the time we get, we get mad at God. We get mad at our surroundings. We get mad at the circumstances. And we don't even know that it's our tree that can't bear fruit. We don't know that it's us that isn't in alignment and i was talking to pastor john last night y'all know my cousin out of lafayette doctor cousin uh philanthropist all of that yeah and he said oh he got a long resume but one thing he said last night that really caught my attention he said that if you want to be blessed if you want to be promoted get in position so xyz get in position to be fruitful How do you do that, Minister D?
1: Wow, that just uh, takes us full circle right back to where it all began. My favorite book of the Bible these days, Genesis chapter 2. And I just want to read a a passage of Scripture to you, beginning at chapter 2, verses 4 through 15, New Living Translation. You know how I like to do it. It says, this is the account of the creation of the heavens and earth. When the Lord, God, Made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs sprang up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Um, I want to skip down. Um, no, I better read this verse eight. Then the Lord God planted the garden in the east of Eden, and there were he planted man what in what he made. Okay, and then I want to come all the way down to verse fifteen. The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it.
0: What was it, what, what was man watching go?
1: He watched over the garden that God had already created.
0: So he watched over God's fruit?
1: He watched over everything that God had already created, including the garden. So in other words, God started the whole thing. You
0: can't. Um, um, I don't mean to cut you off, Minister D, but can you give us some descriptive terms about how they describe the Garden of Eden?
1: the garden of eden had every type of fruit that was good to eat every herb every fruit it had uh animals it was fully and totally laid out and then the lord uh started it to rain
0: but but before we even go into that so you're saying that the lord trust trusted man with his most beautiful creation up to this point that was the dominion that he gave adam that was the job the power the assignment that he gave adam was to watch over his fruit essentially right
1: yeah but for god i believe we were his greatest creation
0: oh yeah but i'm i'm talking about you know
1: uh,
0: outside outside of us yeah the garden
1: yes he laid it out i mean when he begins to create everything, he actually created everything before he created me. So he set the stage, he set the tone for man to be successful professionally Mm -hmm. before the children came. That was one of the breads that he he had. He wants us to cast into the water. So you need to be a full on person. You need to be fully rooted from within before you even think about spreading outward. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. That that and can I, can I piggyback off of what you said about God setting the table for us? And a lot of the times I'm seeing believers nowadays, I'm seeing people in the world, just whoever it might be, and we're coming from the wrong direction. We're trying to set ourselves up when God has already set the stage for us. And I could give you guys a little testimony analogy right quick. I think of my basketball career. If you guys know, you know, it was a battle. It was a struggle. And it almost felt like I was going against the grain at some time. But the day and the moment that I decided to pick up a microphone and go forth in his Word in his calling and his assignment for my life everything's flowed everything's been like a river so when we're talking about fruitfulness god didn't design us to have to chase after him or fight or, or fight upstream or fight uphill or fight up a mountain that was not the design and even then when that, he made the animals he made the garden he made the fruits he plotted out the steps, he went day by day, and then he breathed breathed life into man. And even if you look at your word in Genesis chapter 1, he made other creatures, human beings in some translations, other creatures, he made them before he even breathed life into Adam and gave him dominion over the Garden of Eden. So what does that tell you? God made you specifically for his own will.
1: And he created us to have dominion over everything in the earth besides other individuals.
0: And while we're just there, how does dominion go with being fruitful? Because you got to be able to control and reign over what he's already given you to obtain more. So how do dominion and fruitfulness go hand in hand, Minister D?
1: Well, it goes fruitful. It goes hand in hand because of what you just said you've got to know what you're to rule and reign over god is always supreme he is always sovereign and he's always supreme so when we align ourselves with the will of god and recognize that jesus is the true vine and we're the branches then you're unstoppable why because you're in the will but it's only when we Aspire to go outside of that will that God has for our lives. That we find that we have such a hard time. That's when you're walking around looking good, but you're bearing no fruit.
0: you're you're bearing, and it's been plenty of times where I I not been around people. I didn't been myself, and it looked like they having fun. It looked like they having their way. It looked like they having a whole lot of motion. But the moment you get back into that closet, the moment that that's all done, they're not bearing any fruit. They're barren. And a lot of the time in the kingdom of God, I see people who want to be fruitful, but they're procrastinating their progress. They want to reap the harvest, but their tree is barren because they're spiritually not able and capable and dare yet to bear God's fruit. What is God's fruit? God's fruit is confidence. God's fruit is enthusiasm. God's fruit is opportunity. It's not depression. It's not anxiety. It's not confusion. And that's where a lot of people stop and their tree stops growing because they're taking negative connotations to positive places so minister d do you am i right am i wrong how do you feel wow
1: you know what you brought to my remembrance is uh the passage in matthew 21 18 through 19 where jesus walked by the fig tree Mm, this fig fig tree. tree looked real good it was green it was leafy but it had no fruit
0: are you a fig tree with no tree with no fruit think about going by an apple tree and it's a big old green tree Big old strong green tree. And you like, oh, that's a nice old tree. It got a lot of shade. It's comfortable. It's big. It's strong. They can't cut it down. But it's an apple tree with no apples. So, Minister D, tell us about that analogy. Tell us what Jesus said when he walked up on the fruit tree with no fruit.
1: Shane, uh, I saw a picture, and I'm not going to name names. I saw a picture of one of your little brothers that you played basketball with the other day. And I looked and I said, he's a grown man. Wow. Uh, And it just brought tears to my eyes because I remember when he was a little boy. And now he's a big old tree. Mm -hmm. However, I remember when he was a little boy and they were bloodying each other's noses and out at the park and daddy, he hit me in the nose. And, you know, he was a baby. He was a baby. But now, he's a man. So what would I say? The most common reason for a fig tree not producing fruit is simply its age. Trees, like animals, need to reach a certain maturity before they can produce offspring or be fruitful. So when you have a babe in Christ that is on milk, it's highly unlikely that you're going to reach your full spiritual maturity why because you're not capable
0: and 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 let me clarify something right quick because when we say maturity we don't we're not talking about the worldly maturity we're talking about spiritual maturity the world categorizes maturity off of age off of time off of dates month month, yeah things that really don't matter but in the kingdom in the spiritual realm maturity is based off of experience it's based <laughs> off of what you've yeah. gone through what you've got through what so, you've
1: made it through what
0: you've made it through Probably and some yes. of us are not there yet we haven't went through what we're gonna get through yet not what we're gonna go through what we're gonna get through to bear that fruit and we got to just remember that not everybody is on the same playing field not everybody is going at the same rate so a lot of the time we looking at dang, why he blessed with that why she blessed with this and they've been through the wringer (laughs) they've been through it and i know a lot of people they look at me personally and they say well how does a pastor do this how does a pastor have this how do you got that at 22 and you so called the pastor <laughs> and every time I tell him I say God because see God blesses you with the fruit so if you looking at me in awe you need to look at God because okay. <laughs> that's the one who's in the playing field that's the one who's who's watering my tree who's watering yours minister d
1: Ooh, i don't want nobody <laughs> but the lord because he said i know the plans i have for you jeremiah 29 and 11 for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you that means he's doing it and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future i i have to I have to believe that with all that I am. It may not look like it, but because we're kingdom believers, we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah.
0: We walk by faith and not by sight here at Generation XYZ. And just keep believing. If you're not in a place where you're seeing the fruit replenish day after day after day, because the Lord never lets us run dry. We never go bad. If your fruit aren't coming as fast or as quickly or as plentiful as you might want them to be, pray. Go through. Trust them. Have faith because that endurance is going to get you through the drought. It's going to get you through
1: those anxious moments and it's going to allow you to stand back up. Yes, the wind may you a little bit. You may be tossed and turned, but you're not going to be utterly cast down. You're not going to be utterly cast down. So I just bless the Lord for tonight. And one thing I want to leave with our listeners, Pastor Shook, Genesis chapters one and two, God repeats several different parts of the creation and it is nothing to play with. I know that we uh, skip through parts, but go back in your own study time. Read to show thyself approved, a workman that needed not be ashamed. Genesis chapters one and two. Let it fall solid in your heart that what God has started, he is just and faithful to finish. Let it fall down on you personally.
0: Amen. Amen. Let the fruit fall. Generation X, Y, Z. We would be remiss if we didn't give you an opportunity to bear the same fruit we're bearing. If we didn't let you come get yoked up with the same tree we're yoked up in, rooted on the same tree that we've been rooted in for me 22 years. So, if you will, if you're ready to, if you're ready to accept them, if you're ready to believe. And fruitfulness, if you're willing to change what kind of tree is growing, you can repeat after me: "Say, dear Lord Jesus, I know I have sinned, and I can't save myself. Today, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Make me a new creation." devil, devil get, out of my life. get out of my life i serve you no longer, I
1: serve you no longer.
0: Jesus, jesus it's in your name i do pray, in your name I do
1: pray.
0: Amen. amen generation xyz if you just repeated those words you're a saved believer now yes. but come bear fruit come be fruitful come reap the harvest we're back with real and righteous with roshanay tomorrow we thank you all for joining us here on the ecclesia pastor suge and
1: pastor d
0: pastor minister (laughs) d momager god's own very own divine design we thank you all for joining us and the continued support be blessed and we look forward to seeing you again (laughs) Amen.